project resume can make your medical coding dreams come true. From resumes to interview skills to navigating a successful career, Project Resume has the advice you need from coders you can trust. See all that we have to offer at projectresume.net. Please make sure to reference Medical Coding Geek when you place your order. Do you need a specialized recruitment partner to send you only qualified candidates? Do you need interim staff while you conduct a search for a permanent employee? Or are you losing hires to competitors? Renowned Talent recruits experienced HIM, RCM, and CDI professionals using their trusted candidate screening and retention process for health systems and employers around the U.S. Whether you have one or multiple openings that you need to fill ASAP, please visit Renowned Talent. And tell them you heard this ad through the NEC podcast. Again, visit RenownTalent, R-E-N-O-W-N, Talent.com, and tell them you heard this ad through the NEC podcast. You are listening. You are listening. You're listening to. Do not to not elsewhere. Not elsewhere. 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 Classified. Welcome to Not Elsewhere Classified, a podcast about the medical coding, health information technology, and clinical documentation improvement community. I'm your host, Brian Kui. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Not Elsewhere Classified podcast. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, welcome. Over 70% of our listeners listen to this podcast with their iPhone. So please pick up your Apple device, go to Apple Podcasts, make sure you are following the NEC podcast, and leave our show a five-star rating and a review. You can check out the Not Also Classified podcast on social media, including Instagram and Facebook. You can check out Medical Coding Geek on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and also our YouTube channel. Check out our Facebook groups by going to medicalcodinggeek.com services. And while you're there, if you need a speaker or would like to sponsor our videos or podcast episodes to promote your brand or service, please feel free to reach out to us. And of course, you can find me, Brian Kui. My last name is spelled C-U-I on LinkedIn. So today in the podcast, we are continuing my conversation with Shirley Moy from Springsoft Medical Incorporated. In part two of this interview, we continue our conversation about technology, how it's 10 to 15 years behind in technology adoption compared to other industries. We get into more with Swift Audit and what it offers. We talk about cloud-based technology. We get into artificial intelligence and why there needs to be some form of human interaction with the technology. And we also talk about fantasizing about new technologies up in the air, but we need to get it grounded if we are trying to move it forward, especially in adoption of technology in healthcare. So before we get into our episode, we are currently on episode 98. And so I do want to take some time to thank you, the listeners, and thank the guests who have been on the podcast As mentioned in the previous episode, I'm looking for people to celebrate with me the 100th episode. And you could do that by going to anchor.fm slash NEC podcast, where you'll see a message icon where you could leave a message of celebration for the 100th episode. 
or you could record one on your own and email it to medcodinggeek at gmail.com. Again, you can go to anchor.fm slash NEC podcast or send an email to medcodinggeek at gmail.com. So without further ado, here is part two of my interview with Shirley Moy. Enjoy. Technology and healthcare is just fascinating. And technology in the business side, business side of healthcare is just been a very interesting point, you know? I was looking at your LinkedIn profile for uh, Springsoft Medical. I mean, is it just medical itself or do you do other, other uh, industries as well? Because I was looking here, uh, for example... Spring Management Systems, uh, yes. Grant Process, Prog- Progress Network, uh, and other stuff as well. I don't know if, if you guys do anything outside of healthcare. We do. We do. Y- you know, it's uh, because of uh, that background and just to kind of keep certain networks going, uh, we, do, we do Springsoft Medical mm-hmm. is focused on the medical side of the world mm-hmm. and Spring Management you know, we do provide uh, business consulting, corporate level consulting. Okay. So yeah, that Grant Progress Network was an interesting one. That it was for a regional um, funder of grants to the Detroit, Metro Detroit actually mm-hmm. area, um, helping to fund local grants. And what they needed to report back to the funders was a way to track uh, performance metrics. Okay. So we built the system for them to uh, track the performance metrics of their grantees mm. so they could report back to the grantors. Right, right. So. Yeah, yeah. It's like the um, going back to healthcare, I've seen this where, let's say, for example, like high tech, um, there's, other, there's other regulations that are pushing for technology. Let's say, for example, the Cures Act. I don't know if you're aware of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same kind of pattern where they want to set a standard for uh, health technology. And let's say for the Cures Act, they're given, I think, what, by 2023 for health um, for developers to meet a certain standard, right? And so the same way what they need the government or whoever's regulating the cures act what they need is performance data right so it's like like report back to us on how you're doing is that kind of similar to what the the grant because when you talk about that i'm like that's kind of similar a little bit or or what do you think well there's actually quite a bit of performance tracking in healthcare Mm. you've got all those different ones for providers and practices, Mm -hmm. right? And and, and in some sense, if you consider the the provider utilization trends, the bell curves, Mm -hmm. that's actually to some degree tracking utilizations. Right. And then the whole point of CDI, you know, clinical documentation improvement is does the clinical documentation and the coding balance each other really is what you're billing your mm. coding and billing mm-hmm. actually stated 
in your documentation and how can you improve it? Right. So with the, uh, with the evaluation management codes, the pre 2021s, there were, you know, a bunch of, uh, check boxes and, and, and checklist kinds of a, a process with those three key components. And with the 2021, there is now that uh, sense of it's going back to where the providers can actually write a clinical note that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that simply be forced into a structure uh, that isn't as natural or flows as well for them. So it's an interesting balance. The provider wants to service the patient. And we saw that we actually got into it because we wanted to help the providers. Mm-hmm. They're servicing us the patients. Of course, let's help them, right? Yes, Let's perfect. help them uh, stay in business. Let's help them do as well as possible mm-hmm. because we want all those great providers to continue servicing. Yeah. Um, so the, the whole idea of of actually of balancing the need of the, the provider at the patient level and yet accountability for all those billions of dollars at the payer level, mm-hmm. both uh, Medicare as well as your private ones. It's an interesting balancing act. Right. I would say that probably, you know, most providers and practices really are trying to do a good job. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you get some of those that push the envelope. Aside from 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 E and M's, because that's what you've been talking about with the Swift audit. Is is that all it does? I see here uh, documentation, CPT, E and M, ICT ten coding, uh, CCI edit, which is the correct coding initiative, and correct. HCC. So, could you kind of yeah. unpack? Well. Um, First off, where did I know you talked about how it, how your your beginnings in the ophthalmology and you know E and M's and all of that is that where Swift Audit came about? But where did that name Swift Audit? Of course, I understand what it is, but <laughs> exactly. But, but yeah. how did it, how did they come about? Pretty much just like that, you know, just naming products. As you can probably imagine, you know, when you're naming anything, it is kind of a a challenging thing to do trying to come up with something that's easy mm-hmm. that looks good in in a in a domain name yeah. and that's easy to remember so you know we came up with swift audit was just that whole idea how can we help uh coders and auditors do it as as quickly as possible mm-hmm. right so we tried to present as many tools mm-hmm. of course the enms the cpts the full icd10 guidelines we do uh, the NCCI lookups for the uh, P2P as well as the MUE lookups. We do the lookups for uh, the HCC categories and some preliminary risk scoring. So in some sense, we are providing within Swift Audit some of those basic encoder mm-hmm. tools. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I would say that most coders and auditors actually are pretty good at looking at documentation and getting the codes with some help, of course. Yeah. Uh, one of the values I think we bring is actually the whole idea of data. Mm. So if you've got a small team that is just working over years, months and years, yeah. right? 
Mm -hmm. You're collecting a lot of data. Mm -hmm. If you got a large team, and we have both, that's working over the months and years, that's a lot of data. Mm -hmm. Well, all that data, we're actually able to make that available to you Mm -hmm. and help you do the the analytics against it. So we're actually starting to see more and more in healthcare uh, professionals uh, going toward analytics. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. And so uh, we've been actually providing that support to our users as oh, well. Oh, really? Nice. Yep. Helping with the analytics where you can take data, you know, that uh, is exported out of Swift Audit, and we can help you with the in the analytics and the analytical tools. Yeah. Yeah, that's so important. Beyond, a lot of folks have gotten very good with pivot tables. Oh. That's a whole <laughs> different topic we could all, always explore another day. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, taking those pivot tables and really making some nice reports out of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I want to say that, you know, what do we do as Swift Audit? You know, we yeah. kind of provide that platform to improve your speed, your accuracy, and collect the data you need to see, you know, mm-hmm. so you can protect and improve. That's that's our goal with Swift Audit. And it's it's been around for quite some time. Nineteen ninety nine is that when it first started? You said back way way back in ninety four, uh, but I see here nineteen ninety nine. So you've been in the game for quite some time. Well, Swift Audit itself, you know, uh, being a cloud product, probably more like uh, twenty fifteen. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Just about the time that, uh, like I said, during the transition from ICD nines to ICD tens. Is yeah. when we started releasing Swift Audit yeah. as a cloud-based product, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's been we've been uh, extending it, expanding it, adding it to that since then. Okay, very nice. Would the like, yeah. let me ask this question then? Like, I know there are a lot of students that are there. Like, they always ask me, like, oh, what you know, what can I use? I, I know they want to use their books, but they always sure. they always ask for like, what what kind of encoder? Can I get an online encoder uh, that I can use? Would Swift Audit kind of cater for students or is this more for practice and professionals? It could cater to students. We've been asked that question a lot. We actually uh, do support, there's actually two areas of uh, folks are looking for an encoder for to support both the student mm-hmm. as well as those who are, are um, applying for jobs. Oh, yes. They mm-hmm. typically have to take assessments. Yeah, yeah. And many of them don't have a, a an encoder because the encoders were at their jobs, right? They have right. their books. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Swift Audit, we actually provide uh, uh, 30-day obligation free. Okay. Like a trial, so you could, yeah, mm-hmm. you and that could get extended if if uh, if you needed something uh, extended a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you know, our basic product is only forty dollars a month. Wow. So, we're uh, we we try to keep it fairly affordable. Mm-hmm. So, as a lookup tool, we give you the all the ICD ten guidelines. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can. You can use it to learn the ENMs because we actually color coded the levels. Oh, nice. Yeah. So if you still need to learn the 95, 97s, you can use it for that. Mm. And because we color code the levels, you can literally take some encounters and just try to see just so that you can work through the guidelines. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of have always said, you know, to students, 
use us to kind of get a feel for it because it's visual. Mm-hmm. That's also true of the 21 guidelines. Uh, if you need to look uh, look up some uh, NCCI edits, the P2Ps, you can even look up uh, the provider fee schedules. We even provide that. So mm-hmm. we actually do provide quite a few lookup tools right. in the product. If that helps, no, no, that that does help because I, 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 you know, I, a lot of the people that listen to this podcast and the people that I connect with on social media, on YouTube, and and I, also my Facebook groups are students. So I know they have. I've seen situations like as you mentioned, they're they're going for a job and they want to prepare for the assessment. I've seen that, but yet they don't have the books. You know, they're like, oh, I got, I have an interview tomorrow, and I need to. Uh, find can I find an encoder? I'm like oh I, you know and then you know they they give them the answers there for but that's good to know that the that Swift audit is available for that you know that option. Um, a question that I do have for you though is you sound like a coder <laughs> as you mentioned I, I know you mentioned before you're not certified which is which is fine with me I've had I've had yeah. journalists I've had journalists who sound great as coders I've had uh, you know many people who who for some reason you know they've got involved with coding so deeply that to the point that when they speak it they sound just like you sure you're not certified so like so my question would be is you know with with your background in computer science and 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 coming into uh, the coding arena coding arena what is it that you find interesting in medical coding it's actually medical coding, medical compliance, medical, that, that the whole back office is actually what's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have the clinical side, at, at, and I'm in computers because I don't like blood. <laughs> well, same thing with coders. They don't like blood right. either. <laughs> right. But the business, so if you think about healthcare, you've got the clinical side and then you've got the business side. Right. Well, the business side with all those different aspects is actually what's of interest to me mm-hmm. and is chal- and is what's challenging. Um, but you're, you're absolutely right. I've been, I've, that's been, uh, people have said to me, <laughs> you know, go get certified. You actually know the enums better than most folks who actually studied it. And that's because we have to dig into it. Yes. We have to understand Good the answer, guidelines. Yep. We have to understand the nuances. We get questioned often. Every so it always was of interest to me when when certified coders call me up and ask a question going, well, have you considered this, this, and this? I go, oh yeah. But that's, I think the positive of being able to look in as an outsider, so to speak, Mm -hmm. because I can look at it, we can look at it with fresher eyes. The Haugen Consulting Group offers healthcare consulting, education, and auditing services utilizing a team of industry experts specializing in leadership, project management, and assessments for HIM and patient access. Their auditors and educators are experts in facility and professional fee coding and offer education for ICD-10-CM, PCS, CPT, HIM, patient access, and revenue cycle. The Haugen Consulting Group is thrilled to be a partner with MedicalCodingGeek.com and the Not Also Classified podcast. Go to thehaugengroup.com slash shop and use promo code GEEK15 at checkout to receive a discount on webinars and desk aids. Again, go to thehaugengroup, H-A-U-G-E-N group.com slash shop and use our promo code 
geek, G-E-E-K, one five, at checkout. Looking for a convenient, cost-effective solution for interventional radiology coding training? Check out Cracking the IR Code, Mastering Interventional Radiology and Cardiology Coding Online Education, created by interventional radiology coding expert Stacy Buck of RadRx. This comprehensive online training offers access to content for one year, Q&A support available during your one-year enrollment period, hundreds of coding scenarios, and actual operative reports. What are you waiting for? It's time to earn that specialty credential. Go to RadRx for additional testimonials and information, and use our promo code GEEK10 for special pricing. Again, go to RadRx and use our promo code G-E-E-K-1-0 for special pricing. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, even when we're developing software, you know, the, the development team is always challenged. Like, well, well why isn't it this way? Yes. Uh -huh. Why isn't it that way? Uh -huh. well, well, this makes no sense. And I understand why they're saying that because in other processes and industries, it would, that would make natural sense. Yes. But in the healthcare arena, I'm, often telling the development team, yes, I understand that doesn't quite seem to go in a straight line, mm -hmm. but really that zig and that zag will be helpful. Yeah, right, right. And we're often, what's really interesting, as you can tell, since we started so early in the game, um, and we like to create, we're actually often creating before anything's ever been created. That's right. the other thing. Mm -hmm. So we don't actually have a software specification developed. We're actually talking to providers, talking to coders, talking to subject matter experts yeah. and saying, what is it you're trying to do? Yeah. And then we try to support that and then help them see it even beyond that. Yeah. Right. Because of the background. Yeah. I like that because when you when you think when you say you're ahead of the game, you won't be able to get ahead of the game unless you communicate with people out there in the field and find out what the problems are. Uh, yes. And because I because I've talked to like for example my 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 previous boss, she was talking about things that that uh, problems that we see now. Like you know, here's the solution for that now. And I'm like, you guys, I mentioned in, in a previous podcast, you were talking about this. 10 years in advance, you know, like, mm -hmm. again, you know, because healthcare is like 10 to 15 years behind than the rest of the industry. Uh, but you won't understand that unless you identify the problem. And I think that's what um, new professionals need to do is when they yeah. come in, don't be afraid to find those problems. And and just kind of I don't know, because because like, you know, because they're a new professional, maybe people may not listen to them. But always but but for me, if I was to tell, you know, my younger self, like, just just keep it in the back of your mind, you know, like keep it in your pocket, because the day that it comes out, like, ah, I told you so, you know, let's have a situation, you know, uh, but you know, for new professionals, find out what the problems are all around like look everywhere look through every nook and cranny because as you mentioned before like you know you're you're looking at it as with a new fresh set of eyes for coders that are trained they're trained like 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 
on a straight line. Like you do it this way. This is the way you have to do it because this is the way I've done it before. And exactly. so when you're talking about computer science, and I've had friends who actually are computer science, uh, who, who graduated as computer science. And when we were in high school, we were in calculus, he would get the, the calculus teacher mad because he would find another way to find the answer. <laughs> and, and there are your creatives. Exactly. Exactly. I remember that his name is Joel. And he says, he, he, we, I would sit down in the morning before class and we're like, how did you solve this answer? And so I did it this way. I said, but that's not what the teacher taught, taught us how to do it. Well, I, I, you know, here, here's, you know, I'm like, wow, that's, that's more sufficient than what the, you know, the way. And it's the same way when you look at how, how, um, you know, you see those videos on how uh, the math problems, you know, where you like <laughs> we were taught a certain way in our generation. But now you see like some some off the beaten path way of solving the math problem. Like, excuse me, that's not how we did it back in our day. It's just a little right. bit. It's just too many, too many steps, too many processes, too many concepts to think about. Just straight, you know, to the point and get it done. So. I get what you're saying. <laughs> I think what you just described is is an interesting challenge for for all of us. You know, we're we're so used to our this is like you said, this mm-hmm. is way we've always done it. Mm-hmm. This is what makes sense to me, which is great. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But to be to your point, to be open to open, other concepts yeah. and mm-hmm. other ideas. I mm-hmm. mean so, so you know, we touched on DOS, we touched on Windows, we touched on the cloud, mm-hmm. we we touched on security, mm-hmm. and what what do we have coming down the road? We have artificial intelligence. Yes, we have which is AI, mm-hmm. NL, NLP, natural language processing, mm-hmm. CACs, mm-hmm. computer aided coding. All of those acronyms mm-hmm. are out there swirling around. Yeah, out there. they're just swirling. <laughs> they are swirling. I like right? the term swirling. Right. So, I, I, so you've got the providers on one side swirling with the AMA and their academies. You've got uh, the compliance and, and areas and issues and securities with all of those very strict protocols and standards and mm-hmm, checklists. Mm-hmm. And then you have tech over here swirling away saying <laughs> you know people going they're going to take my job we're going no no that no. human being that the way that do- you're never going to get a doctor to say exactly the way it's going to be in exactly the same tone yeah so that the computer could actually figure out what he's saying all the time right right there was so a it, it's yeah go ahead it's go ahead. interesting yeah i i, I was just reading um this week a report from michigan from the university of michigan hold on (laughs) you said michigan right detroit michigan right so Mm -hmm. i have to send this to you but anyways the the gist of it is is that um ehrs this is for sepsis right uh, sepsis is a systemic infl- inflammatory disease for resulted from infection. And so the electronic health records, as I have seen, they've built in tools. You know, let's say for a patient who comes in and gets triaged, 
the the ER triage nurse will check off, as you say, you know, some of the things that the patient has. And because of the checkoffs, it will alert the system like, okay, there's a sepsis alert. I've seen <laughs> those things kind of go those off. Those are great. Yeah. Exactly. But this report says is that uh, with the AI built in it, it doesn't catch them every time. There's a certain, I guess, um, expectation percentage. And this report right. from the University of Michigan said it, it the, 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 the AI or the technology fell below that percentage. So the, to me, when I look at that, that tells me like technology still has a lot of work. There still needs to be a human aspect to look at this because when you look at this from a protocol side, from sepsis, you know the the ER triage nurse could be checking all of this stuff, but for some reason, some of the stuff that they're checking off may not necessarily be because of sepsis. And as an auditor, I catch those things as well. So <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, well, they're not having hypertension because of sepsis. They're having hypertension because of something else. And that does not count towards sepsis, you know, that type of thing. So because of that, there needs to still needs to have, we can't be floating around and, and flying. We need to be, <laughs> we need to be right in it, you know. And, and as you mentioned, there's a lot of people talking about this here, talking about this here, talking about this here. Uh, but, you know, individuals like yourself and, and many others who are trying to catch that opportunity and like, you exactly. know, ground it, you know, come to the ground <laughs> before yes. you, you, you fly off somewhere and have no legitimate place to go, you know? Yes. So you got to take a ground and kind of look at it and move from there. But I, I like that aspect because there's a lot of flying around. We just need to be I, grounded. Exactly. And the flying around is great. You know, we've been chatting with various partners who do do all those things. And as tool sets, as partners, great opportunities yeah, right yeah like you said your example is a good one having those alerts and we've seen them there's alerts and prescriptions mm. i think all of those uh technology aids mm. are great if you see them as aids and don't uh and use it with to your point that human knowledge that human quickness a human thought experience yeah then you are supported. It's a support. Yes. It, it's not a solution. There it's a you support. go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just like a, a, your doctors, right? They, the reason why a good doctor is a good doctor is because of all that intelligence, all that education, all that experience to see something that the book mm -hmm. or a tech may not necessarily see. Yeah. And again, but should they have AIDS? Absolutely. Should we have AIDS that can help us, you know, uh, do it a little faster, do it a little bit more accurately, help us learn yeah. along the way? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I like your, your point, though. You know, it is kind of fun to take all of that, um, those concepts, those that technology and ground it. Yeah. And I think, honestly, for me, that is actually what's fun. Yeah, that's it. It's just take it. I think for a lot of people, like, let's like say, for example, Mike by himself, you know, like the YouTube channel, 
it's been floating around for such like for the past year in 2020 exactly when am i gonna ground this and make it happen like you won't make things happen unless you take it out from the sky you bring it in front of you you start writing it down you come up with a plan and you go through it. it's like you know you're just fantasizing at that point like oh, i'm gonna fantasize about icd 11 well if you keep on fantasizing it's never gonna happen you keep on fantasizing about ai you know solving people's problems it's not gonna happen unless you kind of work it through make the mistakes, you know, bring it back to the board again, fix those mistakes again and get a, something going. You know, that I think that's the idea of, of grounding uh, those fly, <laughs> the flying things in the air. <laughs> exactly. And, and even with software, you notice whether it's Microsoft Office, whether it's our phones, whether mm-hmm. our watches, mm-hmm. it's all about versions. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in the corporate world, version control, release control is important. Right. And that's how we treat it also, have since day one, mm-hmm. making certain that uh, we follow all of the best practices in software development mm-hmm. so that that the software we do provide is also well-grounded. Nice. Uh, let's, uh, I do want to wrap it up. And thank you, Shirley, for being on the podcast. Let's get to the first of the last two questions, which is number one which is number question number two. I've asked a bunch of questions, but this is the second main question. Uh, what does the future hold for you and even your company, uh, Swift Audit and uh, SpringSoft Medical? Well, you know, for the product for Swift Audit, we do plan to just continue adding features and building it. Uh, like you mentioned, HCC reviews mm-hmm. will be releasing that on in the next month. Nice. So, you know, we've been in this industry for so long, We've seen a lot of changes. We're going to see a lot more changes. But I guess I would say that uh, one of the constants in all of this change that we've seen in healthcare, you know, coding compliance are the professionals, you know, yourselves, right? You guys are professionals. You know, you work hard to earn your credentials. You work hard for your providers. You're dedicated to your profession. You know, I, I know folks who actually read all that complex legal jargon out of the federal registry mm. late at night mm-hmm. so they can help other people. Yeah. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. you, I'm sure you know a few of those folks. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Like, what, when do they have time to read that? On the toilet or something? <laughs> they, they read it at night. It's amazing to me. But uh, and the, I think the other thing I've seen is that healthcare coding and compliance professionals actually are very supportive of one another. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. The, you know, so we enjoy being in this industry. We're proud to be in this industry. So we have plans for 2021 mm-hmm. and we have some exciting plans for 2022. Nice. So we're, we hope that you and everybody else will just kind of keep tuned and that we can uh, come back on then and maybe talk some more about sure. it sure like whenever you're 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 ready to to talk about that if you want to release it come back on the podcast because by that time we'll be doing video uh okay. and uh we'll be on youtube as well aside from the the major podcasting platform so you're more than welcome to come back i'm sure because because definitely i'm gonna talk to my daughter <laughs> I'm going to talk to my daughter. I'm like, wait a second. I just spoke to a CEO who has a computer science background. You can do with that too. And I'm going to have her connect with you. But I think she's she's very shy. Uh, so I'm like, she doesn't want to talk, which is weird. I'm like, hello? You know, I'm giving her all of this advice on how to communicate. And so 
I'm going to let her listen to this episode. Anyways, last question. <laughs> last question. What best words of advice could you give to our audience? So you kind of spoke about it a little bit earlier. Don't be afraid of technology. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to take away your ability to make a living. Learn to use the tools. Learn to make it a support to what you do and make you a better professional. So I think that would be the number one. Number two, uh, I always like using the idea of the forest and the trees. So, you know, look at the forest. We've kind of talked a little bit about that throughout this, this last hours as well. Look at the larger picture and then find the trees that you want to make a path through, you know? Back to your whole idea of, you know, what's out there floating around in all the different opportunities out there, whether mm-hmm. it's uh, clinical procedures, whether it's technology, mm-hmm. compliance uh, concepts. Those are the forces where in the trees. So be aware of your force mm-hmm. and then be aware of the trees, because I think that also helps reduce uh, frustration sometimes and confusion when you realize there's actually a bigger picture and that people as well as products and technology are all moving in that bigger picture. It makes, to me, it makes it more interesting. So, you know, good consultants, whether you're inside consultants or external consultants, you know, work to see the whole picture so that you can see all the potential gotchas and as well as all the opportunities. Uh, I think third, Given today's changing world, and it changes constantly, right? We've just been through a couple of years of major change in all of our lives here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Continue to grow your skills, your experience. There are a lot of resources to learn from. A lot of authors, a lot of blogs, a lot of postings. Sometimes maybe a little too many. So... uh, Many, many in this industry, like yourself, Brian, more than willing to help. I've seen that. So when you find a topic you're interested in, like you said, dig in, you know, Mm -hmm. ground it, you know, take the time to become an expert in it. So uh, with uh, the uh, in the compliance space, uh, fraud is what, a two billion dollar type of a uh, issue Mm -hmm. a lot of money right yes so for those that are in compliance and coding and cdi you know just kind of uh know and 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 we all know that the payers and and doctors are down coding and such you know become experts get to know it uh learn how to uh build your career you can make a good living just identifying where all the money is, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess to sum that up, don't be afraid of tech. See the forest and the trees, dig in, you know, and Swift Audit and our tools for the future. Our goal is to help you gather and process all this information that you're digging into, to help you look at that data, to present it as facts, to see the forest in the trees consistently and repeatedly so that's uh that's kind of some of the things that i like to share out there Uh, and i guess in in closing Mm -hmm. you know we're a tech product but we've got great service partners so if you're looking for revenue analysis compliance analysis third-party audits faster denial processing 
strategy or operational improvement, just connect with us. You know, we've got great partners with the credentials and the services for all that. So we're here to help. So there you have it. That concludes my interview with Shirley Moy. You can check out Shirley on LinkedIn. And you can check out the Swift Audit software by going to www.swiftaudit.com. MedicalCodingGeek.com